0: Because I genuinely just like making um, personas come to mm-hmm. life. It's like you draw them, like, example, someone draws them, right? And then we bring it to life in costume form. I feel like that's a job I would really, really love to become more serious at. Because every persona has a sentiment, of value to the creator, right?
1: You're tuning in to the Fox & Burger Podcast. Where we bring you closer to the Asian side of the furry fandom, one episode at a time. I'm your host, Michael the Matcha Fox, and Dime Burger. And today, we're visiting the Philippines with artist and fursuit maker, Ruth. In this
2: episode, we learned about how Ruth was introduced to the furry fandom and how she took a liking to fursuits. We also discussed her experience as a guest of honor at Philly Fur. And finally, we learned some fursuit making tips and took a glimpse at some of her future projects.
1: We're excited to return to the Philippines. So, sit back, relax, have some pandasal, and enjoy the episode. Okay, Ruth, welcome to the podcast.
0: Oh my gosh, hi! I'm so excited.
1: We're glad you're excited to be here, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been so long, and you know I've been hyping this up for quite a while. <laughs> and nice to meet you guys. Nice yeah, to hear your voices.
1: Like, I, I think this is the first time I'm hearing your voice. Aside from oh, the voice really mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I really like. I didn't. I didn't watch any of the Philly fur videos, not yet, at least. Um, but yeah, um, it is definitely honor to have you on the pod after scheduling this uh, interview for so long.
0: Yes, I'm so thankful that you guys were so patient with me and understanding what's been going on at my side. Sure. So I'm glad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just glad to finally mm-hmm. be in the interview now and you know finally answer the questions. <laughs> I'm excited.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean it's just like I said in the group chat before it's like you know even though we've had all these delays and stuff in the end it's basically it's going to be worth yes. it yes so
1: glad to have you here thank you so let's just start with our basic questions um first tell us your name where you're from and what your persona is
0: okay so my name is ruth and i'm from the philippines technically the ncr region i actually have two personas. My main persona, the one I, I don't know, made around 2012, was called Ruth Daniel Warwick. She's like a hybrid of several animals. Like, with the reference... I think I sent it to you guys, right? Mm-hmm. With the reference, you'll notice that she has three pairs of wings. She has bat wings, then she has dragon wings, and she has tail wings. She's basically a main wolf, fennec fox, a dragon, and there's something in the mix that I forgot. <laughs> so... That's my main persona that I created around 2012. Mm-hmm. Then for my second persona, mm-hmm. the one I've been using on my logos and just on my on a, on a new first that I've been making, right, is called Nato. His full name is Nato Makoto Beans. He's basically a puppy dog. Like if you notice that he is half, right? So he has a half German Shepherd and he's half Border right. Collie. And I made him during 2021 because I wanted to try out the kimono styles. So. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, might as well make a character that's not as complex as my first persona. <laughs> Cause my first one has so much wings I thought, if I brought into a fursuit, maybe the next time.
1: <laughs> I really so I feel like you're make... into like this sort of, you know, like like Chimera, like multi animal esque, you know, animal design. I think you're probably like one of the few people I know who's really into that.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, like a chimera, cocktail, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what was the inspiration for taking all these different little animals and putting them into a blender, basically? Okay,
0: so for Root, I think it's more like because I was growing up within the fandom. I joined the fandom around 2012, right? So I started Root out as a wolf. Then I saw a first suitor from the U.S. called Monoyasha with her snow leopard persona, right? And I thought, oh... It's, it has wings, it's a dragon, so I added that feature to my persona. Then for the bat feature, I don't remember, I just remember seeing art years later, like, wait, she has wings now? Okay, bat wings. And then for her tail, it just happened naturally. So I guess, in a way, for root design, it's just me basically growing as a person, like, seeing what features I really liked on a persona.
2: So growing as a person and just growing body parts as you go along
0: yeah definitely something like that i guess in a way i can never stick with just a fursona that's kind of plain to me i really wanted to create something that's more you know that's like a hybrid or some sort of just like the design as long as it's not you know blinding to the eyes where there's a lot of sparkles i just feel like something where Yeah, yeah yeah
1: sparkle dogs yeah yeah, you yeah, have to remind me, think... though, like, like, you're, are you saying, like, currently you don't have a fursuit of either of your personas, Or, or sorry, did I mishear something?
0: Oh, actually, I do or have do? Root's persona, but it, it's, like, the oh, okay. older, older, the older version. I haven't sure, made a sure. new one. But for gotcha, now, gotcha. though, I think this is kind of funny because during June, I remembered, I was sitting down. It was, I think, maybe 9 to 10 p.m. And I was looking at this Korea Furicon. That's how I, you know about Titania right and I said you know I feel like I should make a kimono fursuit so a few days back I wrote on a paper that said Nato, just just Nato, Natto the G-shaped kimono so as soon as when I started drawing him I drew half of the face as a German Shepherd and I had I didn't have the full design so I said to myself okay how do I do this I just said what's what's my other favorite dog breed I went to the Border Collie so, I just made NATO half and half because I didn't have a full design for the German Shepherd. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's how I made NATO, and it's more like just mixing both breeds that I like because I I just I just like both breeds, you know, the German Shepherd and the Border Collie.
2: And you decided to basically split that not just like mixing together as a hybrid, but like actually splitting the body between the two different kinds of species, right?
0: Yes. And there was a reason for that because I think my mind subconsciously told me that, you know, maybe make a character that's half and half. Maybe you would be able to make first suits easier. (laughs) Because I actually had a hard time with taping the head, you know, like taping the head half only so that you can get both designs. So I thought, what if I just made a character that's half and half so that I could practice I like, that. The I like yeah, that. that I that's have not I seen mean, a
1: Persona that's like split down the middle it kind of rem- this is probably going to date me but it kind of reminds me of Naruto like black zetsu and white zetsu sorry if Ooh. you haven't watched Naruto but you know what I'm talking about like, like it had like he's like split down the middle and then like he has hmm. two different sides kind of reminds me of that like anyway but that's like that's like the anime fan in me
0: Oh, uh, I never watched Naruto growing up, so I'm not familiar. I just know the QB yeah. one, so I'm not familiar.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, QB, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll show you a picture later, yeah. But I like All the right, design, sure. I like the design.
0: Well, I'm glad, thank you. Yeah, so that's what I can explain about Nato and Ruth is that they're just two personas that kind of clicks with me and, you know, I just like mm-hmm. them being a, a bit more not as basic. I guess more of a hybrid, mm. I guess.
2: Earlier, you were telling us about how you got into the furry fandom. because of this blue husky fursuit, right?
0: Oh, okay. So I'll tell you my origin story of how I got into the fandom.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: I was just looking around YouTube for a cosplay because I was so into Final Fantasy 3 that I found out that there was a cosplayer in Malaysia that was cosplaying as a character I really like called Lunit. So because of the fascination of cosplay... After maybe a month or so, I told my dad, hey, there's this convention that's happening in SMX MOA, can we go there? So my dad brought me there. When he brought me to the cosplay call, we went inside. It was just normal usual. We didn't we really see any <clears throat> fursuiters. As soon as we got out to exit, I remembered I saw a blue pointed ear fursuit. I just didn't know what it was. I thought it was a husky or a kangaroo because that looked like a kangaroo at the time. So... When I saw the first suitor just going down the escalator, I told my dad, I really want to take a picture. So I pulled my dad with with the crowd <laughs> and told my dad to go down the escalator. Then when I found out, oh, it's a cute suitor, it was um, squeaking. It's It had like a toy in the hand where it squeaks, right? So it was really cute. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I kept on, I can say, oh my gosh, furry, furry. So I took a picture. Then after that happened, I never got the name of the fursuit. Yeah, that was my mistake.
3: <laughs> so... Oh
0: yeah so my whole fascination with the fandom i was like that's a furry that's a furry in the philippines i didn't know so i went to google and i searched blue husky fursuit it didn't show up until i was scrolling down to google images and then i see a blurry image of another fursuit it's exa- it's the same guy right but it's just i saw a blurry image so i clicked on the picture and it said okay brony page when i went to the brony page the brony page was like hey you know we have a friend who's a fursuiter so you can like his page and I said okay so as soon as I found out I realized oh I found the fursuiter who I saw at the cosplay convention so I got to contact him like hey I like your fursuit <laughs> I'm your biggest fan that was me as a kid so I was really really excited for the fursuit then as soon as I found out there was a furry fandom in the Philippines I started to really look around Facebook so much that the f- the blue fursuiter named Alduin recommended me to this group so i was able to join the furry filipino fursuiters group Hmm. and that's basically how i was able to you know get to know more people and got to meet the fandom because of that
2: yeah it's i think it's interesting that there are many different ways that furries can be introduced into the fandom one of it is through just regular cartoons or movies that just happen to have furry characters in them and then another way which is even better, in my opinion, is that the actual fandom itself will sort of like absorb people into the the community through fascination itself.
0: Oh, definitely. That's actually that's actually what happened in the Philippine fandom from my own mm-hmm. experience. Is right. that yeah. people were really were like, Oh, fursuiters, it was super cute. So they were like, Oh, it's so cute. Um, can I make my own fursuit? Sure. Can I make my own fursuit? Yes. So everyone's encouraging that time.
2: That's actually I think for me. I also kind of got into the fandom through the community itself. I mean, in a roundabout way, but like. So well, you yeah. got
0: it because of people, like they were, uh, like sucking you inside the fandom. I
2: well, I guess the way to explain it is that at first I was kind of a hater.
0: Oh, interesting. That I did
1: not know. I I haven't heard this story.
2: Well, it, it was back in <laughs> it was back in episode one of the podcast where we were we were explaining like how we got into the fandom. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I kind of ex- watch that yeah you should yeah oh and audience if you haven't as well you should give it a lesson as well uh, after this obviously yeah but yep, yep. yeah basically to sum it up I was kind of a hater just because the internet in itself were also a bunch of haters towards furries and it wasn't mm-hmm. until I actually talked with a furry it was sort of confronted this sort of blinded hatred of furries to where I kind of realized oh wait a minute these furries, they're not, they're they are people. I can't just say this about people. <laughs> <laughs> so they're people like you and me. So that's when I got more curious and then I actually joined the community.
0: Whoa, really? I think, that's I actually think the cool story is coming to me now.
1: Mm-hmm, I, think, mm-hmm. I think that's coming to me now, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. That's thats actually pretty cool because I'm glad that it's of being a hater. At least now you're into the fandom and, you know, at least you're able to express yourself with stories and interviewing other folks, you know. So I'm glad that you didn't end up being a hater for a long <laughs> At least you became a furry.
2: Yeah, well, you know, eventually you grow up and you realize some things are worth letting go. Some things aren't worth the <laughs> the hatred. You just pick your battles and you learn new things. Yeah.
0: Yes, definitely. If I'm experienced like, oh yeah, it's a hating. It hurts my heart rather just to love it, you know, enjoy the mm-hmm. fandom. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 I completely agree.
0: Yes.
1: Well, I think Ruth, that, that's a really good segue into our next question here, which is like, what sure. got you into fursuit making, actually? Like you mentioned oh, you got that... into the fandom in 2012. You seem to yes. be really enamored with fursuits. And then you joined like what, like a fursuiter group on Facebook. But like, what got you into fursuit making then?
0: After I met that fursuiter, I wanted to... Okay, this is a project I never told anyone because it right. it was it was I was supposed to make it, so... During the cosplay con, I expressed to my dad, I wanted to make this Pokemon cosplay. It was the Cobalion, You know the um, the source of justice of Pokemon Black and White, right? So I wanted I to make a Cobalion. I do okay, okay.
2: You can send me a picture later. <laughs> yeah. Vaguely familiar, yeah.
0: Okay, so basically, I wanted to make a Cobalion quad suit. You know those four-legged fursuits? It's like a four-legged suit, right? So oh, I wanted to okay. walk on all fours. Yeah, that's mm. what I wanted to start out with, but since... I think I did make a head, but I never really went anywhere because I didn't know mm-hmm. how to make a quad suit. So, because of that, I said, "Okay, I want to watch a tutorial." There wasn't that many quad yep. suit first tutorials out there at the time. So, right, right. I remembered the first tutorial I went that I saw was how to build a first head. So I watched mm-hmm. that video. It had those rock music <laughs> playing in the background. So. I learned how to make a fursuit by that but my first attempt on the foam base looked really bad i don't have a picture sadly but i scrapped that then i made my other fursuit so that was the second version of the foam base but when i made that fursuit i actually almost gave up because i kept comparing myself with others but after some time i said to myself you know maybe this is your style maybe try it out you don't know maybe it's good it's bad we'll see what goes so I made my first fursuit. I'll be sending a photo later on. Yeah. please. But do, please yeah, do. it's my fursuit um, route. So that's the first fursuit I had of uh, my fursuit. Uh. She had a lot of reba- revamps, actually. So she used, to ha- she used to be bald and she had a little hair. And then she got the full set of hair. So that's how I made my first fursuit. Mm-hmm. Then, uh,
1: but when was that? You have to remind me. Like So 2012, you joined the fandom. But then like immediately like the next year, you started making fursuits or, or what?
0: Well, if I can recall, I think it was around 2013, mm-hmm. 2013 of research, then I think 2014 is when I completed my first. so I don't remember, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I do remember it's within that time. I remembered finishing my first partial fursuit on, of right, in June 15 of 2014.
1: So you've been making fursuits for almost like, you said you said 2014, so almost 10 years, if I'm understanding correctly, like nine years?
0: Uh, well, not exactly, because I did take a break from it because I was busy with other things mm-hmm. growing up. So yeah. I did have some sewing. So during the time when I didn't really focus on furries at the time, I kept on just sewing. So I had a lot of experience right, with right. hand sewing. So,
1: so, you, so you really sewing. like sewing, like as a kid, you really like sewing?
0: As a teen, yes. As a kid, I hated oh, okay. sewing.
1: Oh sure, sure. But sure. mm-hmm. well, what got yeah, you? Well, but, what got you into sewing? Like I, I'm, I'm, I really want to dig into that.
0: Oh, what got me into sewing was because I saw how to make um a fursuit suit, so I said Oh, I want to sew. Oh, oh but- so it was through oh. fursuiting,
1: suiting, suit slash fursuit suit making.
0: That yes, I got, got me- into sewing. <laughs> yes and then my wow, and my grandma wow. gave me a needle I was like hey you know um wow. i'll give you a sewing needle and she bought it from the u.s a long time ago mm-hmm, i think the mm-hmm. needle right that's almost 40 years old i can send a pic it's sure, the sure. needle i've been mm-hmm. it's a needle i've been using ever since 2012 so yeah it's kind of it the needle was straight then it became curved <laughs> because <laughs> i was trying oh. to sew i i was trying to sew a slipper because <laughs> so my grandma joked to wow. me a long time ago why don't you sew your slipper if it broke because of that, my needle became curved, so it was the best decision. Honestly, I can explain why people should use a curved sewing needle than a straight needle. Because, mm-hmm. but,
1: but, but wow, but like, 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 well, you mentioned a slipper, but like, have you done like mittens and like a hat or anything like that?
0: Okay, from my memory, I did some first work for friends because at that time I did take commission, so I was sewing mm-hmm. people's clothes. I was sewing mm-hmm. like small first parts or repairing. So I was mostly focused on making things i used to make like little bags of the plushies mm-hmm. but All but plushies. they were the simplified yeah they were the simplified plushies they weren't like the you know the plushies would shape. the one
3: <laughs> yep. so
0: when it, when it came to sewing i, I just like trying anything so when i came back around 2018 that's when i got more serious about the fandom you know how okay. about making fursuits yep so because of 2018, I was actually able to see a better light in fursuits because at that time yeah. I wasn't really in the mood to make fursuits, but because of a convention that happened and I made fr- new friends that time, I said, they were like encouraging me, hey, why don't you make fursuits again? Because it feels like you haven't done so long. Of course, I was reconsidering because I finally knew that there's another furry con in the Philippines. While well, at the same time, I just had better friends that were really supportive of my hobby so they kept on pushing me and <laughs> because of their pushing me, I can't look back and say, oh, I don't want to sew anymore. Like every day I'm just right. motivated to make so much things.
1: So because, like you um, said, you did mention that you had like a break period where it's like, like, although you got into the fandom in 2012 and then like yes. you were getting into fursuit making the following year, there was like that break period. And then like in 2018, you felt like rejuvenated. Is, is that correct? Yes. Or mm-hmm. like you felt you, you you looked at the fandom in a better light in 2018 and then like you took fursuit making more serious
0: yes i started to take it more serious and i started to do small commissions so i started Mm -hmm. accepting like repairs well i started with repairs first
1: but back in 2018 was that when you decided to go full-time with fursuit making or 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 was it just like part-time or or how did how did that go
0: okay so i tried to make it full-time but since i was working on um something else that time i had to do part-time so okay okay Yeah, so it was mostly a part time thing. But after 2018, 2019, when I got out of that um, work, when I said, hey, you know, I want to focus on my passion, 2020 was honestly where I really got so serious, where I took it Mm -hmm, full time. mm -hmm. So I was Was actually Was that that
1: due to COVID because everyone's indoors or was it just independent? Oh, yeah, because everyone's at home and like there's nothing to do. So like, you know, you found well, you found more time and you spent that time into fursuit making in 2020, right?
0: Yes, and with know what I was doing the first since 2020, I remember hand sewing my first two tails. Mm-hmm. So I never really had a sewing machine when I started out, so I was starting oh, out wow. full on. Mm-hmm. So I could send you just, guys just a photo hand-sewing. of the tail. Yes, I could send you oh, a photo wow. of that giant tail. I think it was like, how big was the tail? I think five feet, six feet, I don't remember.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. So
0: I made. I made that during the pandemic, and I loved it mm-hmm. so much, and I told myself, if all the first stores weren't as closed, I would have gotten more first. But yeah, I worked with the first I had at home, so mm-hmm. it was it was just a giant deal. I remember posting that online, and there were so many people from international, you know, international countries like, hey, are you open for commissions? I had to say yes, but I'm sorry I can't because all the fur shops are closed. Mm. So I wasn't able to take it. But they told me, just tell me and I'll commission you sometime. So
1: I, I want to cut in here because I think that's a great segue into our next question, which is actually about the fursuit making process, because we're already kind of getting into that. Um, oh, this okay. is also this is also going to basically answer one of the uh, the questions that we had from one of your fans Nate Sharon from Facebook. So oh. shout out to Sharon. I'm not going to say the last name because, you know, privacy. But yes, th- well, Sharon was asking, what do you use for your eyes and was asking about like what kind of materials you use for the fursuit making process? So let's kind of broaden the question. Like, like, let's talk about the fursuit making process. But let's start with like materials. Like, where do you where do you go to buy things and what things do you buy? Let's, let's start with the basics.
0: Okay, um, for, for the basics, I'll just say for the foam, right? The foam, mm-hmm. you could buy it at the foam store, like a Eurotech store or online. Just make sure mm-hmm. that it's the up- upholstery foam, not the styrofoam or mm-hmm. memory foam. Because those are really bad for your foam. health. No, I, I, okay, people have used memory foam, and I can definitely tell you 100%. It will be toxic, so do not use Just use upholstery foam because that's mm-hmm. the safest foam I can suggest to everyone. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And for the other materials, for the eyes, right, especially for S- Sharon, I would right, right. recommend using cross-stitch fabric. Um, that's what I've been using for all my first eyes. If you're asking specifically what the plastics are, I don't really use plastics on my eyes. Mm-hmm. I just use the cross stitch fabric from ID IDW. It's just a cross stitch. Just search for just search in um national bookstore or in Shopee, cross stitch fabric, mm-hmm. and that's how that's what I use. And then for the, uh, Shopee, and then for for the eyes, you could use three D printed eyes, but. Mm-hmm. For me, I just use foamy. you know those little foam sheets that you buy in a craft store? Yeah, right. that's what I use for the eyes. So if ever you didn't want to really invest on a 3D printer yet or you don't have anyone who makes 3D printed stuff, it's better you just use E you know, foam, like foamy sheets, because that's actually pretty much the easiest way to make 3D eyes or just versatile eyes in general.
2: Right. I was just about to ask about that. So you can use that kind of phone for both like 2D and 3D eyes, right? Yes, because
0: it's pretty durable it's pretty much like a rubber thing so it will last for long as long as you don't like bend it or scratch it it's fine so it's a pretty good material for everyone to use and then
3: mm-hmm.
0: for the next one for the fabrics mine is kind of weird because i order it either on Divisoria or shopee so mm-hmm. my answer is always gonna be just look around because sometimes sometimes some i go to Divisoria for my fur and there are times where i order from shopee if it's like Oh, the story doesn't have this for I can order from Shopee.
1: But do you ever like do you ever prefer those physical stores because like that way you can like touch the fabric and look at the stuff or like or do you trust like Shopee? Like, OK, like I, I don't know the quality, but I'll still order it from Shopee or like how, how do you oh. feel about that?
0: Personally, for me, I like physical stores because you get to see all the first.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah, sure, for sure. yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually, um, I do plan to release a tutorial on how to tell if a fur is good quality on Shopee. Because uh, some time ago, when I went to Divisoria to buy fur, they gave me swatches. They gave me all the names of all the furs that are good quality. So I said... Actually, I've been teaching some people like how to choose the best furs in Shopee really? because... Yes, mm-hmm. because... Okay, you can tell from the picture and sometimes the ads might tell you something else. But to me, it's like, as long as I see the picture and I bug the seller like, okay, please just send me a photo. So I know Mm -hmm. what it looks like then Mm -hmm. by the time the person confirms and shows you the photo. That's it. That's when I tell everyone you can buy this fur. Why? You can shave the fur the first high quality. So I can tell because I have swatches at home. So I can tell people what to order and what not to order.
1: I I do want to take maybe just like a step back and kind of like get back to the question, which was like, you know, walk us through the first two process. So like, I would imagine this starts with a commission, right? Like, like you talk to the client. And they tell you, OK, I want this, this and this. So usually you ask them for some kind of ref sheet or something, I would imagine.
0: Oh, OK, sorry. I thought we were talking about like the materials, but sure, we can yeah, actually talk yeah, about yeah, Yeah, the... yeah.
1: We, we're, we're talking all about that. Yeah, yeah. I just want oh. to I just want to start from step one. Like, like we were OK, mm-hmm. so like I would imagine a client comes to you for a fursuit commission and then you're talking with them and you're talking about like, OK, Can you can I see a ref sheet, you know, like, do you have any pictures? So I'm guessing it starts with that, right? With that first negotiation.
0: Actually, Okay, so this is from my most recent commission. And shout out to him because thank you for commissioning me. (laughs) I just don't (laughs) know the name. I think it's called Retro Gamer, but I'll just tell him. I'll just say. okay. sure. So this is this is how it started. Whenever Mm -hmm. I accept a commission or we talk about a commission, usually people inquire first, like they ask me, hey, are you open for commissions? And I'll answer with yes or no depending on how big I am so when i say yes they ask me okay so how much is your prices and where are you based from so i tell them everything like okay so mm-hmm. these are my prices of firsts by the way so for a mini partial it's 600 dollars that includes a head arm sleeves hand paws and tail okay. and then mm-hmm. for my full partial which has the head arm hand tail and feet and you know legs you know the legs right that would cost one thousand dollars for a full partial so those are those are my prices but it also depends on the complexity of the character so the price might increase yeah Mm -hmm. because depending on the colors depending on the design so 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 you you don't
1: do full suits do you do full suits or you're just doing partials
0: i would love to do a full suit because i plan to make one
1: (laughs) Uh... sometime (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah sure sure sure
0: sure i haven't practiced on it but once i get the formula i'll tell everyone i'm open for bodies who wants a bodies right, uh, right
1: right, okay.
2: Okay.
3: okay okay yeah
0: yes okay so with the process of fursuits they inquire me they ask me so once we started talking about the design if i'm open then the person tells me later on mm. like hey we we are sure for the commission can we pay you now so i gave them the option where to pay and they ask me how much should i pay you like when will you start on the suit? And I said, oh, actually, I accept, I know, the time I'll start on the suit is when you pay half, let's say half of $600, $600 right? So mm-hmm. when you give me the half payment, I will start on the first suit. Then before it gets completed or after it gets completed, I'll tell the person to send the other half of what's been promised. Right. So so,
2: so basically you're, you're having them pay half up front and then once it's yes. completed, they pay the other half.
0: Yes, they can choose to pay it um, earlier if they want, or if they want to pay it later, it's fine. Like, I just told people, so that you can watch me with the progress of your first suit while it's being built. You can trust, you know, it's more like a trust thing where you don't have to pay me full while you see the suits being created. When it's done, when you see sure. the product physically done, you can pay me right away.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so that's, that's a good system, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's more like about trust. So, yeah, and then for the first fursuit making, so this, this is how I went with my commissioner recently. Right um okay so we'll send you the payment right now okay so when they sent me the payment the next day i told them hey i will need to have your measurements so i sent them a video of me measuring my head and i asked them could you please do the same of what i did so i sent them a reference of like okay measure your head measure your height of your you know for the tail right from your uh belt to your to, to your feet so that i can get you know the sizes for that then the next one which I really want to practice for international Commission's that for hand paws. Because since the guy's from locally here, he was able to send me through Lala Move. It's like a driving yep. app thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. send me send me his hand patterns. And I asked, could you please make like um, four pairs? And the guy's like, oh, I made more than four pairs. Okay. So <laughs> he sends me his hand patterns after I get all the measurements done. This, this is something uh, I do whenever I'm unfamiliar with certain things. So, before a suit commission starts, I always tell the person, okay, so since your hand pattern is pretty much brand new and I'm not familiar with the work, I use scrap fa- fabrics so that I could use that fabric, make the pattern. If it works, then I tell the person, okay, we're complete with the project, I can order the fur <laughs> because it works.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I use scrap you. Fa- I, I always use scrap fabrics. Then, when the person confirms with the test pattern, next is the tail. So, I I drew the tail. Since I'm already familiarized with all the tails, right, I can make any tail with no issues, right? So I told the person, okay, when I'm done making the pattern, I want you guys to tell me if this is okay. So once they confirm, I'm done with the tail. The next tricky part went to me. <laughs> I made the first head. So I'll send a photo of what my mannequin head looks like because it looks really funny. <laughs> so hmm. so so the guy said, okay, I have a bigger head. Like He told me his measurements. So I said, okay... I'll do the mannequin head and I'll update you. So I send the photo of the mannequin head and I show the measurements. And the person's like, okay, so that's my head size. So I start building a foam base. So with my first foam bases, they all have a moving jaw type of base. So whenever I create a... I don't know how to explain how I make the heads. All I remember is I just make the pattern I use for moving jaws. Then I just pad it to the shape of the character. So what I always start with any head is always going to be the muzzle. I'm going to start with the muzzle shape and I'll show the person like, okay, let me know if this muzzle is okay so that I can proceed, right? Once we get the shape that they want and I want, that's a time I'll tell the person, okay. So you like the head of the first, you, you like the shape? Yes, everything's perfect, um, no need for changes. So I tell the person, mm-hmm. okay. So once every item is done, like every first part is done, we will order the fur right after. The next day, as soon as I get, uh, as soon as we confirm with all the furs we need for the project, I will order it, place the order, then get the order, then the suit Okay, I'll start with certain parts. i w I'll always put the head last. Because I, I like starting with the tails and the hands always. Because I feel mm. like I want to start out with the small ones, then and end the first suit with the big one. <laughs> mm. Finish the first one with the big one, right? So Right. I already com- I completed most of the suits already. I've completed with hands and then the tail. I just need to do the head.
2: So it seems like through your process, you're basically doing the smallest and easier parts first, then expanding and going into the more difficult or the more complicated parts, right?
0: Yes, but the, it, it really depends. For me, if the hand is more complicated, then maybe I'll start on the hand first. So yeah, I just like to start with the with the other parts before the hand, because yeah. sometimes for my for my commission now is that the last fur that we needed arrived. I think a week after. So mm. I wasn't able to work on it. So I told the person, Hey, let's just do the let's just do the hair, let's just do the hands. So we started with other stuff that we could do right now. So yeah, with my first process, it's it's something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I, I can it's it's very detailed. I appreciate how much detail you put into it. I think uh, if anyone's listening to this who wants to get into fursuit making and all that, I think once they hear this process that you have, they're gonna be uh basically they're gonna be taking notes you know i think you put a lot of great logic and uh thought into like your craft and i i really think that shows that you put a lot of effort and experience into this you know and i think that's what makes you like a a really good uh fursuit maker actually
0: oh thanks i mean Mm -hmm, i do try mm -hmm. it's it's based on my experience so
2: yeah you know
1: What are some of the challenges you faced, though, like throughout this whole process? Like, like, like at least a couple. You don't have to go through every single challenge, but like what are like the two biggest challenges you faced as a fursuit maker in the fursuit making process?
0: Okay, that's actually a lot. That's a story I want to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. So in any fursuit parts, I can make the hands, the arms, the tails, the feet. But I always had a hard time making fursuit heads back then. <laughs> so yeah i did struggle with the heads until very recently where i learned a brand new method because my friend got me into plushies so i was able to use the plushies reference as to make a new first head. so yeah i used to struggle with making first heads but for now mm-hmm. the first heads i made are even much more better so yeah i got more practice out of it i just had to really challenge myself and say this was on 2020 next year i want to make first heads and i want to complete them regardless if they look bad or good i want to complete them so that's what right. i did Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: heads—they—they they always seem to be very complicated things to make. Like, like I mean, I know there are probably other complicated first two parts, but heads seem to uh, take a lot of time.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, because you have to do the yeah. measurements of the head. You have to get everything mm-hmm. right because if it's too small, ouch! If it's too big, it's too loose, right? So mm-hmm. it re- it has to be precise of how it's done. And yeah, <laughs> actually, that's the only problem I have is just the first heads. But sure, sure. That was before, but now I'm—it's much more easier to do the first head for me now. For tails and hands and everything, if it's a tail, someone told me to make a tail like a tiger tail or a leopard tail or any tails that have a lot of details, I'll tell the person, okay, sure, I like it. <laughs> it's it's actually a lot easier for me to make a complex tail than a person did. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of touched upon this a little bit when when, when um, we were talking about like prices, but like, I was kind of curious though, do you do, um, like your first question was like, are you overseas or are you local? So, like you do like regional pricing, right?:
0: Yes, regional pricing actually with uh, what the prices I made, I made sure that people from locally could afford it while also internationally could afford it, because exactly. I didn't want to make it too expensive because I also do yeah. want locals. and hmm. you know, after getting my first my first competition of the year, it mm-hmm. was a local, you know, it was pretty good. We got to see everything and you know, I got to know my price was okay for people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because like, I mean, if you as you said, like, if you charge too high, then very few locals would be able to afford it, right?
0: Yes, it's better to charge it in the middle where everyone could afford it. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I. that's my vision where okay, people could afford it. And yeah, and there's some people in- inquiring me about first now. So it's really nice to, you know, for them to look at my price and say, it's fair, my character's complex. I'm like, yes.
1: Just to ask like a really quick question, like, what is the base price, though? Like, what is like, what would be a base price?
0: For a big spice, let's so say, for example, it's a generic dog. If it's just a generic dog and it's just a simple tail, $600 would be, would be done. Mm-hmm. But if it's like mm-hmm. a dragon or let me try to explain. If it's like a hyena, <laughs> I think it would be a lot higher. It, it might be around maybe $700 to $800, depending on the design as well. So yeah, it depends on how complex the design is before the prices go up. That's usually how I gauge it.
1: Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, but yes. like how how often do you sell to furries overseas? I'm I'm kinda curious. Like 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 have you sold to people in the US before or like Canada or so forth?
0: They were interested in not yet. Actually they were inquiring me um months ago because they okay, so most of the things people know I make was the Protogen plushies. Okay, mm-hmm. I made I made um, two protogen plushies for two locals, right? And Interesting. There, there was so much attention to it that international people from all over was like can you accept my commission <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. but
0: i had to say i had to say oh i'm sorry because at the time i was working a lot of things but i told them give me some time and i'll be able to make the protogen plushie commission so yeah mm. there are people who are interested in commissioning and plus since i have dhl on the side i could just ship it within dhl but most of my clients right now are all local right right mm-hmm. yep
1: so do you have any fursuit makers that inspire you, though? I think I think that was something that I, we haven't gotten to ask yet.
0: Oh, there's so many.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I can I can give them all a shout-out. <laughs> shout
1: to the, Let's get a shout-out okay. to Burger. I hope you're ready. Shout-out to yeah, all the all tags. Right, pull up the list. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: So I, I can tell you. for So, okay. The first fursuit maker I liked was Aldo and the Husky, the one that made fursuits for locally in the Philippines but retired already, right? Then the next oh, one is I'll, Moda, I'll yeah. the Husky. Yes, and I then... don't
1: Oh, mm-hmm. um Alduin, is that correct?
0: Yes, Alduin. It's like a blue husky thing, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one gotcha, I was gotcha. fast with.
1: So he retired?
0: Yeah, retired a long time ago. So mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. is Monoyasha, the one who makes realistic fursuit parts. You know, the one if you look for mm-hmm. Dream Vision Creations, she's the one running it with her friend and I'm like, I want to have a base from her first suits. I mm. want to get the fursuit base from her." Then the next one is Firestorm 6, which wow. made yeah, I love, I love Firestorm 6, my gosh, that's where I wanted to get my first first suit, but I didn't have money, so, <laughs> you know yeah. the story. Yeah, then... I've been
2: seeing, I've been seeing Firestorm 6 suits since, like, my first time I went to, like, what, Texas Furry Fiesta, around 20, 2011, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're really amazing, like, mm-hmm. I love the first mm-hmm. suit, it has a, it has a charm I like. Then what's mm-hmm. the other first suit, so the other first make I really liked, ah. Uh it's, it's Kimono line I remembered and let me try to remember one that I was super oh yes mm-hmm. I don't think anyone a lot of people know this person but it's called Ice Squeaky Pinky she has the cutest fursuits in the world that <laughs> Too sounds she's vaguely retired. familiar
1: yeah I, I don't know yeah. these people <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so Ice Squeaky Pinky right she, okay she retired a long time ago but oh my right. gosh I will send some photos of her fursuits please do please it do. it makes mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. cry because it's so cute and yeah. the other suit makers that inspire me it's the guy from Taiwan, the one that makes really Zilvin. I don't know how to pronounce name. Yeah, oh,
1: Zilven. Uh, yeah, Zilvin, Zilvin uh, Beast Fantasia mm-hmm. is the name of the studio. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a good friend. Beast yeah, Fan- really, really I, good Shout person. out to Zilvin. I got to go message Zilvin now. So thank you. <laughs> Zilvin. Yeah, <laughs> we, he, we gotta, um, we gotta show he is based in episode. Taiwan. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. You got that correct. He's based in Taiwan, he's based in the Taipei area.
0: That's so cool.
1: I'm actually I do want to ask, like I I'm just curious. How did you know about um Beast Fantasia slash Sylvan?
0: I think his Bird Persona. I think it's Correct. Bird, his yeah, bird click. Persona. Click, yeah, click yeah. I I remember click seeing jay. that. Yeah, I remember seeing that and just going, Oh that's cute. And I saw his account, I was like, yeah. oh nice fursuits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay. Zilvan. This reminds me now of another fursuit maker I liked as well. So you know who's Autoama? <laughs>
1: I, I don't. <laughs> okay, ama. okay. So mm.
0: auto ama, okay. Um, how do I explain this? Yes, yeah. It's called auto ama Fursuit. It's like a kimono style fursuit that I really okay. like. That's how I reference. That's how I took inspiration from his suits to make my suit because it's like it's such a cute style. I'll send some. I'll send some photos. But with the, with the people I mentioned here, right? Their reason why I got so inspired with It's Like, there are more makers, but I kind of forgot, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it, it's just like, there's so many makers that inspire me every day. Whenever I look at their works, I just go, oh my, you know, I want to achieve that one day. Like, you guys inspire mm. me all the time, you know? Mm. So I just hope that I could achieve to their level one day. Because,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, they all started with firsts that didn't look well, then it got better. So that's how I get my inspirations.
2: Yeah, it, I think it's great that you have inspiration, not just from people you remember, uh, but like from all around, uh, just because there's so many good creators, so many inspiring people that you find just on the internet, just randomly. Uh, even yeah. when I'm looking through Twitter. Yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. That's how, that's actually how I found most of the makers is mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. looking at random Google photos, clicking on the links and going mm-hmm. to the Deviant Arts, for Affinity or Twitter. So
1: mm-hmm. it was nice
0: to know that some of them are still active while some are retired, but you know, better to retire with a legacy than nothing, right? So... Yeah. Oh, right. There's another. There's another I I remember that inspired me so much. Okay, um, go ahead. Um Sharp fursuits. It's like a US fursuit maker, Sharp fursuits. Sharp. She's the one that I Okay. But her name is Sharp. She makes like real I don't know realistic fursuits to tony so she's a she's a big inspiration to me. She's the one who taught me how to make a moving jaw. <laughs> so Yeah. You know,
2: it's it's interesting that you mention all of these fursuit makers who also make, like, realistic style. Have you ever really made any realistic style fursuits yourself? Yeah, yes, I, I
0: attempted, I am a, I actually attempted to make one on the Circle pre-made I mm. tried selling. Yeah, that's actually sure, my sure, sure. most realistic um, fursuit, but obviously I would like to try one with the resin or 3D base next time, but since this was foam, it's more bulkier, so it looks semi-realistic than realistic. I'll send do, you, the photo. Do, you prefer,
1: do you prefer the cartoony style, though? Because like, I'm kind of just taking like, a brief look at your twitter and like for example i'm not seeing too many kimono style suits but like is that is that um just like a preference like you like the more cartoony style
0: actually it's more like tuni to kimono i think maybe mm-hmm. i haven't reposted my first suit, not those first suit, because i haven't completed so okay so,
1: yeah, so, so you're saying actually, like were you saying that it's like somewhere in the middle or
0: oh it's somewhere in the middle where i could make tuni realistic or kimono so
1: oh, 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 oh so you can make all kinds you can make all
0: kinds yeah, as long as I could do it. Actually, my dream person sure, 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 that sure. I really want to make right now is... Uh, you know those smiley teeth first, You know those someone with the exaggerating smiles?
2: Hmm. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, so, I, think okay. I think I
2: know what you mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually, because um, someone was asking me if they, if I could make them a suit that way. So, you know, we're still talking about it. But if it comes true, it's like, I can make a big teeth fursuit. <laughs> I'm really excited <laughs> for that. Honestly, if the person really mm-hmm. says, okay, I'm ready to pay, I'm like... This is my dream person. I'm gonna make so much takes on your first <laughs>
1: hmm yeah well I'm really curious though like like is there like an animal from like Filipino culture that you would like to make into a fursuit, though because you know we talk about like dogs and, and wolves and stuff like that but like is there anything like unique to the Philippines that you would like to turn into a fursuit?
0: okay there's there's two the Tamarau, the one the Filipino... Uh, Water buffalo and the Philippine yep. eagle.
1: Mm. Oh. Yeah, actually, I would like so, to so have those. Did, I was gonna say, you're not gonna say Binturong, right?
0: <laughs> oh, dang it, I forgot yeah. the Binturong! I, mean, I, mean, just, I, I was gonna yes, shout out to yes. Rita. I, I, had to yeah, say,
1: yeah, yeah. I had to say just for Rita.
0: Ah, uh, no, because one of my friends had a, had a Binturong fursuit. That's why, I know, sorry, Binturong furry. So I would want to make her suit if ever she does want me yep. to make it. So it's really nice
1: yeah Bintura. yeah I never I never seen one before in my life Bintura. I've
0: seen them they smell like popcorn yeah.
1: they smell like popcorn. I, I, oh okay. man did Rita tell us that last time someone told us that. it might have been Rita yeah shout out to Rita right yeah Rita. she did say Ashi. that I think I do I yes, think she did, she did. I I think
0: say she, that. yeah 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 she probably said that actually the thing with um when I was a kid right we went to Subic and there was a binturong that they call it the bear cap it went to my neck <laughs> and it went to my shoulders and yeah, it's a really friendly thing, and they're basically like popcorn when you smell them. So popcorn. they're really, they're really cute. Like if you meet them in real life, they're really cute. But honestly, right now it's harder to find them being you. You can interact with them because they're kind of. How do I say this? They see get stressed out, so they're not really oh. an animal that likes to be engaged with. I mean, as much as I love seeing them, it's they're kind of stressed when you look at them. So I don't really like to kind of stress them out more.
2: Oh, you know? that kind of kind of reminds me of when I went to Indonesia to Bali. And they had those little civets, you know, where they make the poop coffee from, um, and, and oh, they you seem mean those? yeah, yeah, the, the poop coffee animals. Um, they seem really friendly. They'll let you like scratch their belly or whatever. But like, it also seems like they're ca- they can easily get stressed out, and they're actually more nocturnal animals.
0: Hmm, I guess it depends because the one in the Philippines, someone is legally breeding a bunch of civets as pets, so I'm not familiar because mm. they say that they are like dogs, but to me it's like, I see it as a wild animal, I don't know what you mean by dog. Hmm. So, hmm. yeah, definitely it, it depends, but I feel like for binturongs, they're more of, I think they're kind of endangered at this point, apart from what I've been hearing, they're not as, you know, they're not really pets, so, you know. Right. They're not recommended to be held.
3: hmm yeah,
0: but yeah, those are the three persona, three person species I want to try. <laughs> I want yeah, to I... make a of yeah, tamaraws yeah. and a. Shout uh...
1: out! Shout out to uh, those guys if you want to, you know, commission those versus those animals.
0: Oh, <laughs> definitely, I would yep. be a dream. Someone's like, hey, can you make me a Philippine eagle? Ah, oh, sure. The toony? No, I want the realistic. Ah, oh, well, mm-hmm. time to buy a bunch of feathers. Time to buy a bunch
2: yeah, of. Wow! Yeah! 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 For the I was gonna, yeah, I think if you were going to make a, a realistic, like, avian bird, like, fursuit, you would need, like, some sort of, like, fake set of feathers.
0: Yes. Actually, I happen to see them already online, so what I plan to do with the fursuit is I want to airbrush the feathers, so if ever I get the chance to make one... I would buy feathers online, the f- synthetic ones, not the real ones, the ones that they get from ducks, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I would, I would get the synthetic ones, and I'll get an airbrush to paint them so that it looks more like an eagle. So we'll just see how it goes. Maybe one day someone will say, I, I know, I will pay you a lot of money to do that, Sure, why not? Because it's a, re- <laughs> it's a difficult first suit because it's a So it's not something you can just make yeah. for you know normal base. It's really tricky.
1: We've been talking a lot about, like, fursuit making, though, but I kind of want to ask you questions about, like, fursuiting itself, though. Um, I mean, oh, how sure. often do you go fursuiting? Like, that that I'm kind of curious.
0: Okay, so I only go fursuiting maybe, let's say, once a month or maybe once every few mm-hmm. months because I like haven't had time be- Yes, with my friends on malls. Because I, yeah. uh, I haven't done it recently because I've been so busy with commissions. So once I'm able to fursuit in, you know, I person more frequent that's the time i could say yeah, i personally more quick yeah
1: yeah and you, you mentioned malls because like the philippines have, i mean i've been there once and it's kind of warm it's a little bit warm mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh actually yeah. wait, the reason why we suggest malls because that's the most accessible place to go to yeah so, yeah if you well most meetups don't really happen in provincial areas like i'll definitely tell you There are some areas in the Philippines that are really cold for fursuiting, so I can definitely say yes. Like Hmm. Baguio, Tagaytay, uh, those are the ones I can say, but not everyone can go there because it's expensive, it's far away. So a water solution is always going to most because, you know, cosplay conventions happen often a month, so people constantly uh, allow people to cosplay, So that's where most fursuiters are fursuiting up. Hmm. That's what I've been observing. But yeah, malls are usually the ones we go to, especially when I'm excited. It's like, yes, fursuit, I'm wearing my spandex. I'm wearing my spandex. I just basically wear spandex, and I'm like, fursuit, yeah. (laughs) So Hmm. it's a lot cold. It's cold, especially if you... The malls I go to are like Mega Mall and SMX MOA. And uh, Mega Mall and SMX is usually the most used malls for fursuiting.
2: Right. Uh, would you say those are the best places to go for fursuiting? Or would there be other places that might be good for fursuits?
0: I guess it's the most recommended one because this is it's the most accessible one. So that's what I would recommend. But if there's other places I could recommend if you could, I would say visit Surigao, visit Bagyo, visit Tagaytay, visit... Yeah, those areas. Like Those are the areas I would like to see people bring their fursuit in
2: uh is there anything special about them i'm not too familiar with those places
0: oh for baguio it's it's basically like super cold like okay you think that the Philippines is hot right when you go know to baguio it's so cold it feels like snow
1: really but like 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 15 celsius or or what oh like I've, c- I,
0: it's been years i've been to baguio but i have some people in baguio telling me about the weather so they tell me that one time it ha- it hailed rain i uh, know it hailed so
1: <laughs> no way well I, I, I can't even believe it <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's hard to believe, right, but I saw the video. I was like, y'all are wow. not lying. And they're like, no, yeah, we're not lying. I'm lie.
3: like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's what. It, and I remember hearing about uh, Baguio having like this uh, every Sunday they close down the roads so that people could cosplay and fursuit on the Ooh. roads. Honestly, yeah, I heard about that. I really want to go there one day, but for now, we'll just, well, it's just a dream. But I, I've been hearing about that. And the mayor, because, okay, so the mayor said, I want to make everyone happy on the weekend so she closes down the road so that people can cosplay. It's really <laughs> cool. It's honestly cool. And for Tagaitai, it's a very windy place. I love it. I went with my friends there and we first suited and it was so fun.
1: But like when you go to like malls though, I'm kinda curious like when you when you first suit inside malls, do you have to ask for permission or like will you guys get in trouble if you don't?
0: Okay, so if it's without the Cosplay Con, you need to have permission. And I know Haru mm-hmm. tends to work with malls, so I think it's better if you can ask him about that. Because he's the one that registers like the first suit's names, everyone to go to malls in fursuit. So I'm not familiar with that, but I heard that you need to ask permission, definitely. But if it's like you're bringing a fursuit head just to a mall just for fun. I mean, I brought a Sergal fursuit head to a Reptile Con.
2: <laughs> to a Reptile Con?
0: Yeah, to pick up one of my
2: snakes. Yeah. Oh, so you're so a, a, a reptile liker.
1: Okay, I remember we talked about this. Like, cause my roommate has a snake too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh I, yeah, I, that
1: was like way back. Then. I mean, that's when mm. we first. I mean, I think we contacted each other in October. So we've known yes. you for like almost half a year, or so like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Actually. I, I first suited some parts and I saw some people I idolized. And I just appreciated the yep. reptile community and I basically wore uh, my fursuit while taking pictures with them. It's, I can send the photos, community. I'll just. Yeah, i just I like four. that reptile
1: community, scaly mm-hmm. community.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll send the photos later on of the pictures I took with my dad. Yep. So it's basically Please nice do. that I wore first. I wore first of our short and but I was shy because mm-hmm. we never asked permission to fursuit. It was just a random, hey, let's bring a fursuit around the convention. So I, I heard a bunch of kids saying, oh my gosh, furry! Or just an adult, mm-hmm. I costume, I costume, I mask up. So <laughs> the reaction was really funny. So, but all I can say is ask permission before your first suit
3: mm-hmm.
2: Now, when you go to malls and you interact with other people, have you ever had to explain to a non-furry uh, what a furry is?
0: Okay, I think I had a few experiences with that. So I think from my best memory was there was this um, lady who approached me like, Oh my gosh! furry i'm like oh you know what a furry is well no but you guys are wearing costumes so i assume that you're furry so mm. uh the conversation went like what is a furry anyway like is it it's it all costumes i was like oh not really actually it's just a community of people who like making art sharing art or just you know how do i say this basically people like drawing animal people <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what that's how i i yeah, snapped yeah. this and I, I i just snapped back like oh yeah uh it's just people make animal draw and animal people drawings oh really so is it do you need to have a fursuit to be a furry not really honestly like versus is a luxury it's just an option it's not something that you need to be in the fandom you could go in the fandom you can meet all the furries and if you really like the fandom you can consider yourself as a furry but you can also join the fandom and not be a furry so it depends on you <laughs> what path you want to take i think so i like that
2: what... yeah i really like mm-hmm. that explanation yeah it's very friendly towards people who might be interested but like still informational and simple enough for someone who's not familiar with it, yeah.
0: That's how I explain to people. It's just a, it's just people who do animal people.
1: <laughs> what well, what what about your dad though? Like like when did you have to explain to him that you were a furry? That that I'm kind of curious. He seems really supportive.
0: Oh, uh, 2012. Like I just told them. Sure, sure, sure. After after I met Aldo the husky, the first I told my dad I am a furry. So my dad just saw us. <laughs> okay. It's just a hobby. It's just a hobby. And my yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. My dad just saw it as, oh yeah, it's it's normal. It's fine.
1: <laughs> and and then like and like what does he think about the fursuit making business though? He must be proud of you though, because like I mean you're working hard and you're you're making a living.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Actually, he supports me fully on that. That he even helped yeah. me get a yeah. sewing machine on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So he told me that, hey, let's save up. I'll get you a sewing machine so it can help you yeah. further do your fursuit. So yeah, he supports me 100 percent And sometimes I like to joke to him, like, so do you want to be a furry ah, it's okay i just want to wear the costumes if ever no one's wearing the costume okay so my dad's willing to wear the president, if ever that. no one can wear it
1: he's willing to be yeah. your model yeah yeah he's I mean, he, to be la- a he model. literally just gave you like what like the earphones and like a phone to record the interview right like weren't mm-hmm. you <laughs> weren't you weren't you asking him just a moment ago
0: that's really oh yeah cool. definitely he's like hey yeah, he...
1: you you just asked him like oh i'm gonna record an interview can i borrow your phone
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it's nice very, that's really very, nice of him. very chill it 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 is plus he accepts my weird art that i post on my walls you know the one i showed you guys earlier where i show right yeah and it, it's basically like oh yeah, semi, yeah. nsfw <laughs> yeah yeah That's yeah cool, my dad's cool. fine yeah my dad's fine with it
1: <laughs> well the, the next major like part of this uh, episode is actually talking about philly fur um i think oh, this is a good time yes. to talk about that like like your experiences at philly for um last year 2022 because surprise surprise you were the goh is that right
0: oh yes actually it was sup- really surprising because mm-hmm. they contacted me out of the blue and said hey oh, Ro, really? do you want to be a guest of honor and i said that, that oh, was okay, Gatsby. Sure, yeah was
1: it gaspy who messaged you or yes. was it, uh, yeah gasby is, uh, is, is that what you guys prefer to call him do you call him Gasby or do you call no, him No,
0: haru Haru. You call him haru. Call him, uh, yeah oh, he really? just messaged me he messaged me on facebook i don't know what time it was he just said hey you want to be a guest of honor I looked at him like, so what? Are the, <laughs> so what's the catch? And then he's like, ah, I just want you to showcase yarn. So basically, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how it happened. And he invited me to the Philly First Group and said, Hey, guess a honor. So I got to know the staff, and I can see Yep. their group is pretty productive, and I really like them. Mm-hmm. Like shout out to all of them because they yeah, do a good job to in to the those convention. Guys. Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll be interviewing those guys tomorrow. So shout out. To... Ah! <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. it's actually
0: really good because I I'm very mm-hmm. happy that to find newer furries running a con and i guess i can definitely tell you experience of me working at another con these guys they really have a lot more fun their group is really nice and you know everyone's pretty creative on their own so they have their own set of skills and you know they got freedom and plus i think since earlier i was talking about um paul right yeah definitely i could tell i could say this right now he might hear this interview later on paul oh my gosh girl you're so fab <laughs> he's really good He's the, I think, the accountant of the whole Finifersian. I'm glad that mm-hmm. he, also has, he also has a sense of humor, so I'm also always telling him, like, Oh, I have ideas. So he's a nice guy. I really like him.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I got to meet Paul yet, uh, but but I've been kind of PMing um, Gatsby. Well, I'll just call him Gatsby because that's what it says on Telegram. But I've just been kind of private messaging Gatsby every now and then. Um, we both like Gunblades, apparently. Like, we both played Final Fantasy, so... <laughs> we nice! Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, nice, you mentioned nice. you you mentioned Final Fantasy three, right? So I was like, eight. Hey, yes. Final Fantasy. I haven't played that one. That's that's definitely one of the older titles.
0: Oh, you should try. You should try playing the remastered. It's really better. It's better that way.
1: Yeah, I I started. Sorry, I misspoke. I started with Final Fantasy eight. I haven't played seven. Uh, I know seven is also a pretty classic in there, but yeah, Final Fantasy three remastered. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll note that. I'll note that.
0: All right. All right.
1: Yeah, so for yeah, but- 2022, like you, you, I guess you got a text from was it Gatsby, right, that you were going to be the GOH, like, what did you do um, at the con, though, like, I think you probably had like, uh, like a Q&A panel or like, where were some of the stuff you did?
0: When it came to Philly first, they told me that I was just a guest of honor, I was just going to show my arts and all. So I offered to them, hey, I want to make a tale for your attendees. They were telling me, oh, you don't need to. I was like, no. If I'm a guest I want to make a tail. So I gave out actually two tails during the con. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One was made for the con, and one was within our booth. So if you bought stuff from our booth, we would also raffle off a second tail. So oh, okay,
1: so both so like both were raffles, or only just the second one was a raffle.
0: The for another uh, the two tails were in the raffle um okay, okay. the, the tail that I raffled off I think it was a border called tail was for everyone so mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. didn't buy any from our booth but you joined j- during Philly first where you bought a ticket to an con, you will get a chance to get the mm-hmm. raffle all we all we ask people oh so that's,
1: that's automatic right like as long as you had the ticket
0: yes I told people that when you came into the con you have to sign this notebook mm-hmm. I told them to sign a notebook so that we can call your name out so People, I remember the funny things people told me was, so should I put my real name? I'm like, you don't need to. You can make a, a name, a furry mm-hmm. name. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. but can I can I just be a furry? I was like, just make it your own furry name. Like I'm not pressuring you to make it your real name or your furry name. So people wrote their names. Like, I think we had, a, I think, 60 people that joined because not everyone could join because they had to go home early. So they said, mm-hmm. sorry, we don't want to join the raffle. So once the raffle was picked with those two winners, I remembered... I went back to my notebook and I said, "Who put John Cena as a name?"
1: <laughs>
0: so, so I, I of course I had no idea. but I never asked anyone. But well, you had to call so, it out
1: though, right? You had to like, I mean, because they wrote that name. So did you? You had to call out John Cena like during the no. raffle, right? No,
0: sadly oh, really? the person, sadly the person did not win. The person named John Cena didn't win. So it was a different. Oh, okay, it was two okay. other people. But if sure, it was sure. John Cena, I would have been confused. <laughs> so I wanna ask, but um first time calling out is john cena everyone would would have gone with (laughs) the tenant well maybe next maybe next time we'll see (laughs) too easy easy. yeah it was it was honestly funny when i saw that i was like okay so with the guest of honor thing that i did yeah we just gave out the tail and then i was just roaming around the con like usual like i had a booth then i was just basically roaming around (laughs) around the con. it was fun seeing everyone
2: you know, since you're talking about roaming around, can you tell us a bit more about like how the what was the venue like and uh, a bit more about like where it's located?
0: The location is Eton Centris, and for me, yeah, uh, the sp- the venue was really ah wait Ethan Centris elements elements of Ethan Centris or Eton Centris elements, right? So I can tell you, it's a really big big venue. I was running mm. around, running around, running around everywhere because mm. I had so much fun and I remembered. Guest of Honor, uh, I had a book. I did not have sleep that day.
3: <laughs> so you
0: couldn't yeah, sleep I, that day. yeah? No, I was too busy finishing all the other first details I was supposed to sell. So I stayed up. I was, uh, I think, 18 hours awake that time
1: <laughs> wow. without sleep.
0: And I still function normally as a human. <laughs> <that day.
1: laughs> Wait, how many hours sleep did you get?
0: None. I basically yeah, stayed zero up. Zero hours.
1: Um, oh, my God. And you still function, man. I think you're more crazy than me, man.
0: I think I stayed awake for 30 hours, if I recall. I, that's what I remembered. So I remembered 30 hours and I said, haha, furries. Hi, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I can do I can do five hours of sleep uh, at a con, but probably not zero hours. Zero hours might be pushing it for me.
0: Oh, yeah. Never force it because it's going to be really bad. You're going to have a headache the next day. So I would definitely recommend yeah. it to everyone get sleep. Don't do repeat what yeah. I did. <laughs>
1: But Philly Fur <laughs> is a one-day con, if I'm not mistaken. So like, really, you're just going in for the one day, because like, um, like a lot of the cons I've been to, they're they're more than one day. But Philly Fur, oh. I think it's just a one-day con. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they put it for one day because I I think it's better you ask Paul and Haru because exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, I'm we'll I'm
0: we'll a, a, I'm not a yeah I'm a staff, so I have no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll save we'll save like the really detailed questions for them. I mean, that'll be their time to shine, uh, for their interview. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We just really want we just kinda of wanna know like any funny stories or any interesting stories from Philly fur that you'd like to share.
0: Okay, so funny stories that because I was uh staff from another convention, people thought I was for Philly first. So yeah. when I came out <laughs> when I, when I came out saying, Oh I'm a guest of honor with my badge, everyone kept saying, Oh my gosh, you're the staff!" and I'm like, what do you mean staff? And then people kept on coming to our booth of course they bought stuff from us, so thank you. But they kept on saying, So Ruth, uh question, what's the schedule for this? I'm like, I'm not a staff. <laughs> So the more people came to our booth, they kept on saying staff, like looking at me and I said, "Okay, I am not a staff." I said it so long. If I was a staff, I would not hide it. So everyone thought I was a staff philippers. Even mm. the staff of philippers thought I was a staff.
2: Well, that <laughs> so must have was... meant that must have meant that they just thought you were really helpful and really friendly.
0: <laughs> and that's a, that's the thing. That's a problem I had with philippers is that I was helping with everyone so much people thought I was a staff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That yes, must be why, know. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, nice. uh, and then it, it's just the funny. People thought I was a staff the whole time at Philly First. Even to this day, people they still think I'm a staff. <laughs>
1: but, but like, but you really are not. You're not a staff, nor you're a volunteer, right, for Philly First?
0: Yeah, like, I was you're, just like, a, like, a not, not,
1: Oh, Okay, okay, gotcha.
0: <laughs> okay so but then okay and then um few days later my friend was pointing it out and said you know Ruth, have you ever checked philip con book that they gave you i'm like why uh check the sticker part i'll send a picture because i think you might laugh why i never saw it <laughs> so um, basically they told me back then Ruth, could you please make a sticker for our sticker your sticker sheet but so i said sure when i was looking through the sticker page i realized something why people thought i was a staff because on top of the stickers they said our beloved staff
2: oh
0: (laughs) so my sticker for the guest of honor was there but they never specified that i was uh it was on the staff like stickers so if you could see the one i sent
1: oh yeah 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 i see i see i see
0: so the whole time in the con i never knew that that was there until it was too late that's funny
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. so this is the con. okay i I see you right now
0: (laughs) Yeah, our beloved staff, so when you see staff, people tell us staff, even someone in Twitter drew art, and they put, the right side was furries, and the other side was staff, and they put me in the staff area, and I had the message like, hey, I'm on the staff. So yeah, there was a big staff misunderstanding there. But aside from that, the funny stories I could say from Philly first definitely was just a lack of sleep and me just being normal. <laughs> I, love, the, I like, love
1: that the lack of sleep, I love that you, you remind yeah. me of myself the lack of sleep yes. <laughs> we just like nonchalantly say oh yeah lack of sleep i only i only slept for zero hours but i'm still gonna function <laughs> the next day
0: yeah I, I just remembered everything like people asked me hey ruth uh, are you okay and like, i was like i didn't have sleep huh you did not sleep what do you mean and i said in a straight sentence yeah i was working on so many first parts last night and i forgot to sleep everyone felt bad they were like ruth take a nap no I don't want to take a nap if I take a nap I'll be dead asleep <laughs> for the whole time yeah, yeah. so Amen. yeah that's so I was, yeah I was just walking around the con I was just being normal people like um, talking to all the boot artists I was talking with my friends I was talking to newer furries so it was a pretty cool experience plus people bought some of the stuff we were selling so it was a very nice thing to see where people just came to our booth just to say hi or buy something it was really amazing you know like it helped me and my friends who were running the booth. So I want to shout out to my friends who helped me on the booth. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Like they stayed there while they knew I was dead. I uh, know, while I was lucky sleep. So it was nice for them.
1: What what, what were you selling at your uh, booth?
0: So I sold some fursuit tails. Um, the one mm-hmm. I was selling was um circle tails Man, you really like tails um,
1: like, I, I, I i think you should be rude like the tail maker
0: <laughs> well that's what people have been saying to me so yeah um so All i right. sold some circle tails i sold some wolf tails and i sold some shark fin bags it's like a shark fin that's acting like a bag for your back so oh, um
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah actually i still have a few of them but yeah some people bought them and i also sold a button pin because then my friend had helped me make a button pin so i was saying about pin. so in our booth, first of tails bottom pins, stickers, and cookies. Because my friend not baking, so we told her, "Hey, why don't you bake cookies for the con?" Oh my <laughs> so she god! Dude, like, yes,
1: oh, dude, the cookies. You, you the...
2: really wow. You really oh, sell, dude, like, sold I want cookies.
1: That, <laughs> I want that. person to come back. Like, I don't know who they are, but like I bought cookies, oh. um, like last, like well, at the one con I went to. But like the cookies, though, like yeah, I'm probably like there's a different vendor at probably a different vendor. But like if if your friend sells cookies again, please tell them to do it again this year. <laughs>
0: Oh, definitely. I've that, been telling said, her. That was your
1: friend, right? That, like you said, like yes. you, were, you and you and her had like the same booth. Is that right? And she was selling cookies yeah. at the booth. Oh, that's cool! <laughs> cookies and tails. You get, you get like, if you buy a tail, you get ten free cookies.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I just mean like, um, I told my friends this. You know, since I'm only the one running the booth, it's kind of big. Maybe you guys could come to my booth. So I gave my friends the artistic liberty of selling stuff that they want. If they want, to take commissions. If they wanted to sell stickers, if they wanted to sell cookies. Why not? I just had to ask yeah, permission dude. from Haru and Haru and C Paul that oh can i sell cookies they're like as long as it's you don't bake it on the day sure right, so basically right. we baked it uh, the night before so mm-hmm. my friend sold cookies actually her name is Kim. she's the one that sold the cookies to everyone she sold lemon cookies and she sold like a a bone-shaped peanut butter cookie so if, if she makes it oh. next year i will tell you guys it was honestly please, delicious please.
1: i i will come like mm. i think philly fur is in september of this year right so i i'm i'm ready like like tell your friend no, i'm coming for the cookies this year Oh, God. Yeah, Maybe I'm you. just hungry right now, but, like, yeah, those cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's really good. Like, if you taste it, you'll probably cry because I told my friend this. <laughs> yeah, it that's was so, something I would no, say.
1: You taste no, it, it, was it will was. You'll probably cry. Oh, my God. Well, that's, so I mean is, <laughs> that's so true. That's so I, true.
0: What I told my friend this, you know, Ken, it was so hard to not eat the cookies while you were selling why you could have one i was like no if i ate a cookie i would be eating 10 cookies so i'm sorry i really love your cookies so please sell the cookies <laughs> so yeah i was definitely telling her that you should bake cookies i'll tell her like now we know that you will be buying cookies i'll tell her hey you should make some cookies there's this guy from taiwan who'll be coming to my
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> please please sure
0: please. i'll i'll tell her uh, and the cookie she sells is around i think 20 pesos if i recall
1: wait 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 For for how many 20 pesos for how many
0: for one piece
1: okay 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 i i can do that so it's three three is 60 right three yes is, that's one usd I, I can do that. i can do it
0: all right sorry,
1: so i had to think in it. usd sorry. yeah i still have pesos i still have vessels from from last time
0: oh nice yeah. but yeah definitely and then my other friend gabe who was selling stickers he was selling pride stickers you know the for the mm-hmm. lgbtq thing yeah mm-hmm. he was saying pride stickers and he was also selling uh button pins so you know if you come there you'll see our booth and it was pretty nice because he sold a bunch of cute art and i told him you could sell again next year he's like yeah so we're all booting together and my other friend whose named jogi is also getting to take art commissions like he's saying pay what you want so you know if you want to pay a lot money or if you want to pay little he's taking commissions so you know it's really nice to basically we have a lot of people our friend group is within the booth mm-hmm. so basically um in our group it's um me Ken, gabe jogi dusky neil and my dad
1: hmm.
0: yeah so we're, we're a lot of people in the booth
1: no way your dad went to the con
0: yeah he went to the Oh, uh, that's funny me.
1: oh gosh oh dude that's awesome i love that I love yeah it. your dad sounds really wa- chill mm-hmm.
0: oh he is he is chill <laughs> he actually know he, he pretty much just said hey you know if i go to the convention let me know and i'm like oh sure he went to the con a bit late he saw me while i was t- doing a panel <laughs> and mm-hmm. he said hey you're doing a panel it's good i told my dad i my throat got so dry i sounded like i wanted to cry
3: oh wow
0: <laughs> it was funny people thought i was crying but i was like "Hi, my throat was dry those are the funny stories i can have in filipers mm-hmm. because
3: okay. mm-hmm.
0: i got to i got to do the panels i got to explore i got to talk to people and then i got to sell some stuff so it was pretty good and filipers I feel like they'll be a bigger con. They, they will grow as a yeah. con, so support yeah. them when you can. Plus, hear me out. As I said, I promised this last year. When I first gave my tail, you know, the first two tails to attendees, I'm making one for this year. So if you guys buy a taken first and attend the con, come to our booth and you might win a tail.
1: Sure, All sure, All right. Sure. Yeah, I'm. Well, I already bought my ticket. I you didn't. I didn't tell you that, but I already bought my ticket for. Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. My I, God. I ran. I, they ran out of the. Uh, what's what's it king called? Ticket? The royal. Yeah, yeah. The oh, king. Oh, the king. The king one. Yeah, they ran out of that, so I had to buy the, the 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 tier below that. I forgot what it's called. Knight, is it? Knight. I, I, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, good. I went, Well, I, ran, I I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the there was travelers, knights, and royals pass um yes. they ran out of the royals pass i don't know when i don't know when they ran out but uh it's because like for this kind of stuff like i manually check like i don't i don't have like a website updater or like reminder so oh like i had no idea when they opened up registration for the con so i just had to check manually and i guess i ch- i checked too late so they ran out of the royals pass but i i did buy my knights pass already so yeah you may you may i mean like i said 50% chance you may or may not see me i mean who knows? Who knows I'm going? If 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 I'm coming, then I'm not gonna tell you.
3: <laughs> okay, that's that's, <laughs> It'll be a surprise. that's a good note.
1: I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I, I can't I can't I did that at TIE Tales. I didn't tell anyone and a lot of people got mad at me, but that's a that's <laughs> over another story time. Yeah.
0: Lama, all I can say is too bad you can get the king ticket, because I was actually the one making the Kimat plushies. I think if you saw the post, yeah, I'm the one currently making the Kimat plushies to give away the king holders.
1: So what is kimat is it the mascot like, oh i didn't know i did not know i guess i'll know that like when whenever we interview gaspy and jethro tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll ask them yeah, we'll, we'll ask them, ask them yeah. all the questions about the car co- <laughs> yeah
0: but i can I actually I yeah. show what the Kiman plushie looks like okay okay so i had to put oh. glasses on him he like, looks funny <laughs> all right there it is i sent it so
1: oh uh, so 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 he's the dog oh is he the dog like like in front of like the tickets for his like travelers knights and royals and he's like the dog yes. wearing no way, dude he looks so cute he he looks like he could I he know. could be part of like an animation that like Pymation's or something like that
0: oh Damn. thanks actually Damn. i can show you another photo i made that was really funny because i just put i found my old glass my dad's glasses it's just a sunglasses we got let me look let me look for it it's I, lo- really funny I like because... this
1: mascot mm-hmm. did you draw the mascot
0: <laughs> no someone else i i uh, this i dog. i oh, believe shit. that it was um lofi who made the mascot cuz i know they had a competition but i came in philip's really late so uh, sure, sure, i didn't sure. know yeah this is the photo i made on twitter because i found it funny with him having glasses
1: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah that guy that guy is cool that guy is a boss deal mm-hmm. with it yeah He's, he is a boss yeah You know, we talked a lot about the con and 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 we talked a lot about your fursuit um making business, but like I I kind of want to take a step back and ask about like being a female furry in the fandom though. Like like how do you feel about that? Because I feel like there's like a a lot of, you know, male furries in the fandom and I feel like it, they often outnumber females, so like how do you feel about that and like like how do you stand out? That that kind of stuff.
0: Huh. The way I I look at it that way is more of Okay, so way before in 2012, when there was less mm-hmm. furries, right? It's really mm-hmm. rare to find a female. So when you find, when we find right, it, there's right. a female, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a female. So it's, I guess, it's an excitement, I guess. But at the same time, after 2018, there are more females that came in the group. So it's kind of balanced now than it was before. Like it's not mm-hmm. purely male from what I've been seeing. So there, there are females, but. I don't really remember a lot of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that hard being. Yeah, it's not that hard being a female in the fandom because I feel like after 2018, it kind of just went normal where people are not shy. They're not growing up from a young age, so they're not as awkward with girls. So you know, it's pretty alright. There's really no issues with being a female in the fandom. There are more males, but there are also females too. So it's actually pretty nice. Like there's really no problem. People don't discriminate you because you're a girl. So it's really nice too. Yep really, yeah, they're pretty much like, oh, you're female? Cool. And that's it. <laughs> that's, how, mm-hmm. that's how everyone I know is like...
2: Yeah, all right. That's amazing to hear. Um, and then if I can ask, we can go back to your fursuit-making business for just one more question. Um, uh-huh. Do you have any plans for your fursuit-making business in, say, the next couple of years, five years, anything you want to create or improve upon?
0: Oh, definitely. Honestly... I do wanna take more commissions so that I could invest in more better materials so that I could make more fursuits for everyone. You know? Like yes, I do not wanna make it to a career where I earn money from it and you know, because I genuinely just like making personas um, come to mm-hmm. life. It's like you draw them, like example someone draws them right, and then we bring it to life in costume form. I feel like that's a job I would really really love to become more serious at because Every persona has a sentiment the of value to the creator, right? So in a case, within five years, I hope to achieve an airbrush, a 3D printer, a mm-hmm. uh, better time. I was just about time. to ask that,
1: like 3D printing, Have so you would like to invest in a 3D printer in the future?
0: Yes, a 3D printer yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and a airbrush and an embroidery machine and a sewing mm-hmm. machine. So it's, it's more of, I want to reinvest everything because I want to make mm-hmm. this into a full-time thing. And yes, right, within five right. years. I'm sure within five years, there'll be one person's like, hey, I have this insane character that I want you to create. Only you, you know, Aze. oh, sure. Why not?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you have the start of a good studio and a good business because again, like you say, you want to invest in your equipment, uh, you yep. want to improve on yourself, you want to expand your market. Um, I think that you probably do like once you get those things down, you probably might get a lot of people from overseas um oh, it's definitely, happened. well, well I mean fun. like Zilvin. like if you looked at Zilvin, if you look at Beast Fantasia they're based in Taiwan and they probably were primarily selling for local Taiwanese furries but I think they've grown to the point where they sell abroad and you can look at Daza I, we haven't even mentioned Daza this whole time but oh, if you look right, at Daza, Daza. yeah Daza, well I mean shout out to, well speaking of GOH shout out to Daza who's who is now the GOH for LAFC if I'm not mistaken for for this year so shout out oh, to Daza. Awesome. Um, yeah, LIC in Singapore. I'm not sure if I'm going to that one, so I'm not going to make oh. promises. But um, I have been to LIC, but I ha- I don't know if I'm going to go uh, this year. But yeah, like, I mean, look at, look at, correct, correct. OK, but you look at Daza, like I think Daza is also a good example of like a fursuit maker who has like grown to the point where they can um, sell abroad. So I, I think I think, you know. I think we're meeting you at a very interesting point. We're interviewing at a point Aww. where, like, like I think you have, like, so much potential. And that's what I like about the podcast, because, like, you know, we interview, like, Vietnamese furries and Cambodian furries where, like, their fandoms are starting to grow. Like, we're at this sort of, like, inflection point, I feel. And, like, I can't wait to see what happens after five years. Yeah. I mean, we, we might even bring people back on the pod, like, five years later, let's say, hey, do you remember that episode we did in 2023? So five years <laughs> later, how are you doing mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I can't wait for that. Honestly, like, you know, as time grows, we also grow as people, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be really fun to just one day tell you, oh my gosh, I made a philippine eagle first So it's, oh, it's gonna yeah, be one yeah. of those things. Mm-hmm. I can't it's wait can to be see. One that. Of those Please days. let us
1: know. I I think that'd be that'd be amazing. Like I I didn't even know what a Filipino eagle looked like until today, and I just I just looked at a picture earlier. I was like, that looks really cool. That'd be really. I
0: cool. know. I just I just hope that someone commissions me because I really really just want to make be- one. <laughs>
2: yeah we're we're all hopeful here yeah we're all hopeful that you can grow as a business and that you can really make your your dreams come true i guess as cliche as that sounds
0: i mean that's why we have to work hard for it so that we can mm-hmm. achieve the Amen. dreams that's exactly Amen. what i've been doing yeah mm-hmm. that's what i'm achieving so yeah anyways maybe i'll see you guys in another podcast in five years
1: <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully yeah maybe see you at philly Mm-hmm.
0: oh dev if you're a first Please excuse me if I don't recognize you at first. So, just yeah. say hi you, and be do, like...
1: Yeah, you probably don't know what I look like. Well, I'll send you a picture later, but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's more like I wouldn't recognize. So if someone says, oh my gosh, I know you. You know what my, my reaction would be? "Uh, I don't know who you are. Hi, who are you? That's exactly <laughs> how I greet them. I
1: love that. I love
2: that.
0: That's, that would be me too. So Honestly,
2: that would be me too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Honestly... I would definitely say after talking the podcast, you guys gave me so much ideas that I, I just want to work on those, you know, like just uh, being, you know, just uh, I know, being allowed to talk everything out. It's like, yeah, I want to work hard now and show you guys soon. Like I have things to make. <laughs>
2: uh, we're, we're really glad that you say that. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight.
0: No problem, and thank you for having me so much. I've been so thankful to you guys for being here. I just want to just, still...
1: just wanna say, like, every time I hear Philly fur, I keep thinking of, like, Philadelphia furries. I keep thinking of Philly cheese. Too. Oh, it, it, my. Am I, am, I, am I the one who thinks that's... that? Sorry, I just had to... I'm a little bit hungry. I, 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 right I now, see.
2: Maybe. I do see the Not connection. Free. I do see the connection. Also, kind of funny that uh the football team for Philadelphia is the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, funny, yeah. funny you say that, because... When Philip first was first announced, people thought it was Philadelphia. So, no, not all it is. You get it, you get Every, it. Yeah. Everyone was like, even my friends were telling me, Philip first, that sounds like Philadelphia. I'm like, I, I mean, okay, so basically, yeah, everyone was really <laughs> thinking the same idea.
2: Looks like Pittsburgh has some uh, competition. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Damn, right. I would love to visit uh, Pittsburgh one day, so. <laughs> yeah, me too. Be fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, well,. Now before we kind of jump away, um, give us your social media, tell us where people can find you on the internet.
0: Okay, so you can find me on Facebook, um, search NATO's Beans, and you can find me on Twitter with the same username, NATO's Beans, right, and Instagram too, so yeah, I have these social medias you can find me, just type in, at Natto's Beans.
2: Alright, good to know, uh, I'll be checking that out later, but for now, thank you so much, this has been the Fox and Burger podcast with me, Burger.
1: Whoa! And I'm Michael, the Maja Fox. Hey.
2: Whoa, <laughs> <We'll>, thank you. <laughs> we'll see you later, everyone. Goodbye.
0: Okay, bye. See you guys. Goodbye.